Hey there, Vikings Nation. Get ready to dive deep into the Skull State of Mind. Join our host, D. Woods, as he shares his unfiltered takes on all things Vikings. From expert game analysis to player controversies and everything in between. If you love the Vikings for better or worse, then you've come to the right place. So grab a drink and let's talk all things purple and gold. This is the Skull State of Mind podcast. Welcome to the Skull State of Mind podcast. <sighs> the Vikings lose to the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football, 12 to 10. I mean, the Chicago Bears didn't even get in the end zone, and they still managed to win on four field goals. So let's dive a little deep into it. Now, in my last video, I basically said that I feel if everything goes well for the Vikings, meaning that, you know, they win the turnover battle, they don't turn the ball over, they run the ball consistently, you know, and nothing goes wrong. That's what I said, that the Vikings should win 27 to 10. Defense played well, and the offense, well, let's start with the offense. Look, y'all, straight up, I don't care what y'all call me. Call me a hater. Call me an ungrateful fan or whatever. I've been saying for the past couple of weeks that Josh Dobbs wasn't it at quarterback. Now, you saw it today, and basically what this means with this game, the honeymoon is over, okay? The honeymoon is over. All the hype all the highlights, all the, the storylines or whatever, we're trying to win games, all right? You don't win games with storylines. Story you win games with playing mistake-free football. So the honeymoon is over. Now let's get back to reality, okay? Let's talk about this game, going into it a little bit more. Announcers. All right, look, Troy Aikman. Look, you start the game off basically – Talking about Harrison Smith, but you kept saying Harrison Phillips. Now, I know you guys probably have, you know, pregame meetings or whatever, but you can't be going into depth about players, you know, all the Pro Bowls he went to and how he, you know, signals the defense and he's 34 years old, but you keep saying Harrison Phillips. Come on, man. Be a goddamn professional. Get the names right. OK, and I feel somebody within the staff should have pulled him to the side and basically said, hey, Troy, hey, you, 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 you keep saying Harrison Phillips. I mean, that's not a big deal. But to me, it just really it kind of like it irritates me a lot when announcers kind of like botch names or they talk about the wrong player and then no one corrects them. I hate that shit. Like it just for me, it's just like. It's like, come on, I know you guys hear a lot of names and say a lot of names throughout the whole season, but this Monday Night Football, get it right. All right? So, moving on. Josh Dobbs disaster. All right? He's not good. All right? Debate me. He's not good. I don't want to hear about all the hype or the storylines. Josh Dobbs isn't good. He's a journeyman backup at best. Okay, four turnovers, four interceptions, and it could have been five, maybe fucking six. 
So let's stop crowning this guy as the savior of our season when he's is probably going to wreck our season. Basically, yes, we won two games with him, whatever. Now we're two and two. What do we do now? He can't play. He's not good. He's a backup for a few games at best. Okay? All y'all out there, Dobbs gang and, and all this, oh, he's better than Kirk. He can win with his legs. I told you guys long time ago, a couple of weeks ago, basically, that the more and more tape you get on Josh Dobbs, the less and less he's going to be able to scramble out the pocket, make play down the field or whatever. And speaking about making plays down the field, it's kind of like, who are you? You're not leading your receivers to actually make a play in bounds and catch it. You're just throwing the ball super hard at them and it's bouncing off them. Okay, the 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 Jordan Addison interception, okay, he should have caught it. But look how he threw it. Right? It's like it's like come on now, let's not make any excuses for Josh Dobbs. He's not that fucking good. Okay? Get over it. He's not that good. He's a backup. Four interceptions. So let's talk about how many turnovers Josh Dobbs has on the season as of right now after this game. Coming into this game, he already has six fumbles and one interception. So now he has six fumbles and five interceptions. That's bullshit. It's, it's going to be a train wreck. This was a disaster game. Yes, the throw looked good with TJ Hawkinson or whatever. That's fine. He's going to flash a little bit, but he's not a starting caliber quarterback, and we need to get over that. All right? Just get over it. The, the honeymoon is over. KOC play calling. This is how I feel about the KOC play calling a little bit. All right? So on the first drive of the second half, you go for it on fourth down, and you don't get it. Like, just punt the ball. I don't I don't understand that. Like, punt the ball right there. Like, the game was still – the game basically was – was they, they could have controlled this game all day, all game, because basically, you know, they didn't get really outscored. The Bears couldn't able to score touchdowns or whatever. But, like, why are you going for that fourth down right there? Like, you're putting too much stress on your defense. And as for the defense, I, I feel the defense plays solid. Let's go to the defense then. The defense plays solid, all right? Defense played good. They created some turnovers, and I just feel the offense couldn't capitalize on those turnovers, all right? And the defense had to keep going on the field. And eventually, when the defense has to keep playing like that, they break. And that's what happened on the, the pretty much the Bears' last, last drive of the game. They broke, and that's how they – you know, got the big play to DJ Moore. And that was one of the things that was kind of keeping in check throughout the whole game. But too many three and outs from the offense, too many turnovers for them offense, and the offense couldn't really get rolling. And it's just like you have a good defense right now, all right? The defense is playing well, but it doesn't matter how good a defense is. They are going to get tired eventually. And that's exactly what happened. They got tired on the on the Bears' last drive, and they gave up a big play, which kind of cost us the game. But it shouldn't have haven't even got to that point because it's just basically like, come on, KOC, your offense is stagnant. Like, 
the book is out on Dobbs. You didn't run the ball consistently. Like, I, I, I just don't understand it. We're dealing with the same things over and over again. And as for running the ball, why can't we run the ball consistently? Why do we always abandon the run? I don't understand it. Like, you have to give your your running backs some kind of rhythm for them to build on. You can't just be like, oh, we're not getting the yards we need. Let's just drop back and start passing. And especially with Dobbs basically throwing interceptions left and right, you shouldn't have tried at least to lean on your running game a little bit more. Like, I understand the statistics or whatever. The Bears stopped the run and our running game is not whatever it is. But this is what, I be, what I've been saying through the offseason, and I've been saying all season. This is the reason why you get you a star running back, a stud running back. So basically, you can protect the lead and hand the ball off. The Minnesota Vikings cannot do that. So I don't want to hear no more shit about, oh, you don't pay running backs. This is what happens when you don't pay running backs adequate money for their position. You get a bunch of backups in starting roles who can't succeed. And I'm not going to go on here and say Alexander Madison's trash because he's not. I'm not going to say Ty Chandler's trash because he's not. But within their, their roles on their team, they're better suited as backups. The Minnesota Vikings really need in the, this offseason, they need to go out there and either draft a stud running back in the draft or sign one in free agency because they can't hold a lead because they drop him back passing. And these running backs, they can't hit the holes. They don't have vision. And it's, it's just we have one of the worst running games in, a, in, in, in the NFL. And it's pathetic. It's really pathetic. I I just don't get it. I don't I don't want to hear the shit. Oh, you don't pay running backs anymore. You're gonna to have to pay a running back now because you don't have one on your roster. And trying to go out there and draft guys in the fifth, sixth round, or or you're trying to get get journeyman running backs to come in here who really couldn't succeed on their team, Cam Akers, uh, Miles Miles Gaskin, or whatever. They don't work. Okay, they don't work. Yes, Dalvin Cook is done, but you shouldn't have went out and got a starting caliber running back. Now it's really affecting your offense because defenses know we can't run, so all they do is drop back in coverage or they blitz the quarterback knowing that the quarterback is going to make a mistake and then they pick it off. And to, to talk about more about the offense, a lot of times this game, they were bailed out by stupid penalties from the Bears. And the, the Minnesota Vikings offense could not capitalize on that. Multiple, you know, defensive holding, defensive pass interference, whatever the call was, kept the chains moving for the Vikings, and they couldn't capitalize on it. And it seems like every time the Vikings needed couldn't get a third down, the Bears made a mistake and kept the, kept the drive going and kept the chains moving, and the Vikings couldn't even capitalize on that. Good teams capitalize on the other team's mistakes. And the Minnesota Vikings, as of right now, I'm not going to say they're a good team anymore because they're 6-6, six and six, they're mid-pack, whatever, they're 500. They might slip out the playoff spot because the Green Bay Packers are right behind them. They're multiple teams right behind them within the same record. So I can't say they're a good team right now because a good team 
all those mistakes that the Bears made on defense to keep the chance going for the Vikings offense, they shouldn't at least field goals. Oh, touchdown, whatever. They couldn't even get that. All right? I just I'm, – I'm not really upset about this game because I've been talking for the past week about basically it's going to be a disaster. When is the real Josh Dobbs going to show up? And this is what happened. Like, we got to stop getting all this fucking hype. All you people out there that's overhyping Josh Dobbs are the same people that was overhyping the Colorado Buffaloes. And y'all quiet as fuck right now. Like, I'm going to be honest. He's not that good. And just like I said before, and I had a, a YouTube commenter come on here and, and tell me, you know, with my last video, basically telling me that, oh, you know, we should be happy that we got Josh Dobbs. And basically, I'm an ungrateful fan. Ungrateful for what? What am I ungrateful for? A backup quarterback? Yes, he won a couple of games. That's what the fuck he's supposed to do. Come in and help us win games. But when I see that he has flaws and eventually his flaws are going to be exploited, yes, I'm going to call it out. And this might be unpopular opinion, but I'm going to be completely honest with you. This is why you need to start Jaron Hall for the rest of the fucking season. This is why. Because like I said before, I don't want the scenario to happen again in 2018. Happen right now. Basically to where the Minnesota Vikings don't have a quarterback on the roster, basically, that they can build on or know what they have. I'd rather the Vikings go into Las Vegas, you know, after the bye, start Jaron Hall, and see what you have. Because what's going to be so different from, from Jaron Hall and Josh Dobbs? At least you know Jaron Hall is going to be on your team for the next couple of years, and you can see what he needs to learn and help develop him. Like, why not do it? It makes more sense now. It really does. So don't give me that, oh, but Josh Dobbs going to help us win. How? I'll wait. I'd rather have the rookie do the same exact thing and learn from it. And then you know what you have in Jaron Hall. Because Dobbs isn't it. The honeymoon is over. Looking forward, the Minnesota Vikings going to the bye six and six. And I feel like now they're going to need a, some help from other teams to basically solidify maybe the last wild card spot, you know, in the playoffs. I kind of think as of right now, you know, even though the, the Detroit Lions lost, um, you know, on Thursday or whatever, they still have a, you know, stranglehold on the division and the Detroit Lions will have to basically, you know, go into tank mode or whatever and have a couple of disaster games for the Minnesota Vikings to actually get in contention of the NFC, you know, North division. So what I'm saying is like the Minnesota Vikings didn't take care of business against, you know, the, the Denver Broncos. They didn't take care of business against the Chicago Bears, which is in the division. So I feel like now they're they're six and six. They might need help, and they're going to have to control their own destiny. Um, after the bye, I really hope 
JJ can, you know, come in and get healthy. And let me back that up. As of right now, after seeing what I've seen from Josh Dobbs, if Josh Dobbs is the quarterback going forward, I don't want JJ to come back. I'm saying this right now. You can quote me on it. If Josh Dobbs is the quarterback going forward, I don't want JJ to come back. Just basically call it a season, rest up, you know, get the contract done at, in the offseason. See you next year. Because I'm looking at it right now, the way Josh Dobbs played this game right now, this was a winnable game and we lost it because of excessive tone turnovers. Now they have the Las Vegas Raiders after the bye, and that is considered a winnable game too, but we don't know. Um, so we're going to have to wait and see, and hopefully, you know, the Minnesota Vikings can make a decision. But you guys know how I end it. Skull, baby. Thanks for tuning into the Skull State of Mind podcast. Take a beat to give us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Join us next time, and don't forget to follow Skull State of Mind on all social media platforms to keep up with all the news and updates. Thanks again for listening, and as always, Skull Vikings.